Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, everybody. It's Sally here with Serviced Accommodation Secrets the Facebook Live, and also the podcast. So I hope you're really well and you're having a great week. Here in the UK, it's decidedly autumnal and dark really early. Very strange. Anyway, (laughs) besides that, I hope you're doing well. And I've had lots of feedback from my community in the SA world because I said, did anyone need any help with anything in particular? And I did a webinar last week to help guys in my community. And I was absolutely inundated with loads of different topics. And everyone kept saying, can you put this in and this and this and this? And so inevitably, there were things that we couldn't fit in. So aspects of service accommodation that a couple of people were asking about and having some kind of thoughts about issues that they're trying to decide what to do and other people thinking of how to get properties managed to outsource it. So the topic tonight is working with service accommodation management companies. And in fact, some of you may be a service accommodation management company yourself. So you may be managing properties on behalf of investors or operators who just want to outsource the whole thing. So they provide it, but you run it for them. So really important thing is get it right from the start. Now, I've been working with quite a few different people who have serviced accommodation units, rent to SA. And one aspect of rent to SA is that the margins can be quite tight if you have a management company in there as well. Unless you've got amazing rental deals or brilliant occupancy and rates, which is always going to help everybody, isn't it? But in lockdown, that can be sometimes a little bit stretched and stressed. So the thing is that you want to know from the very beginning what you're agreeing to, and you need to know whether you're going to get specific things that you anticipate getting for the commission that you're paying. So I'm an operator now. Let's say I'm an operator and I'm asking somebody to manage SA units for me. So I would want to know exactly what the management company was going to do and how much commission was being charged and what that commission is actually for. So is it going to include things like marketing or is it not? You know, what's it actually going to include? Am I going to get specific bills on top of that? You'd imagine linen, cleaning, that kind of thing. You know, what exactly is going to happen? And of course, on top of that, you're going to have an agreement with your landlord. So what have you agreed with the landlord, if you're rent to SA, that the landlord will be fixing in terms of maintenance? And, you know, if you're going to do a refurb, you know, how that's going to pan out with your rent. So all these different things. So I've got a checklist here of key aspects that you can go through. 
And of course, with serviced accommodation, you've got the whole guest experience that can be quite full on if you're going to try and manage it yourself. So why not have a management company? Brilliant idea, wonderful service. Uh, hospitality can be really full on. So it's a different way of outsourcing it if you want to get on with other things. You just supply the property and job done. But you can't just forget about it. So we're not abdicating responsibility. It's being managed. So like any kind of arrangement, you're still going to want to oversee it. So you're going to have different types of commission, different levels of commission, probably offered by one company, depending on the amount of work they're going to be doing. So they might purely be cleaning and, you know, doing the operational stuff. So getting the place ready for the guests to come in. Might also be doing your marketing, might also be doing all your guest communication, might be doing like everything and you just sit back. Or you might want to have a bit of a say in what happens and, you know, share your vision and so forth. But you're going to want to work with a management company who you get on with and you like the, you know, feedback you've had from what they already do with other clients and depending on whether you're rent to SA or if you have your own property whether it's mortgaged or unencumbered you know if you own it potentially you've got a bit more margin there it just depends if it's somewhere that's been refurbed you know with a rent to SA as I say it can have you know a rent-free period and things like that but certainly if you've got a guaranteed rent that you still have to pay you need to know that revenue is going to be coming in and that you're going to keep making money as well as having all of the management outsourced because otherwise, you know, what are we doing it for? You have to have the end in mind. So I think you're going to have to have benchmarks of what you anticipate and you'd have to fully discuss that with the management company. But my list here I'm going to go through is the first thing is be absolutely clear on responsibilities. So who is paying for what at the end of each month? what are the bills you are going to have to pay and you need to be able to forecast that because you need to be able to forecast well certainly whether it's actually going to work so I would forecast a year and then ideally you want a five-year cash flow forecast of how it's going to pan out or certainly three years with that one company but three years is quite often you know you might still be having amounts of refurbs or you might decide to do that as a chunk up front or you know however you've done this property it could be brand new and you just hand it over with nothing needed doing so who pays for need to know exactly and hammer that all out again what will the service accommodation management company do for you exactly and you want to know everything everything don't assume because not everybody has the same idea about these things it's not like a hard and fast rule, this is what SA management companies do. It just depends. And so you really need to make sure you know. Um, make sure you get monthly reports and always check what's going on. Because your monthly reports will show you, you know, revenue, how many bookings there are, how well occupied the property is, how profitable it is, what other bills you've got coming out. You need to know that it's viable and actually working well. So yeah, always get your monthly report so you know exactly what's going on. And if there's something on that monthly report you don't understand, find out what it means. 
And the next thing is have access to what you want to have access to. So I've known, or I do know, various people who've had their essays managed and they haven't been able to get access to listings. They've perhaps seen their reviews go down to really low and they still don't know what's going on. So I think you need to agree up front what you're going to have access to in terms of information. Um, you know, some people have had their management companies disappear or go out of business, and then they can't then take the property on very easily because they don't have access to the information, to the portals, they don't have the passwords and all this sort of thing. So I think you need to have a like a, a business continuity plan of what happens if things go pear-shaped. Now, that is a worst-case scenario, and I know there are loads of brilliant essay management companies, but the thing is that unless you plan for if things go wrong while they're going well, you're never going to do it, let's face it. So it's the same with any kind of JV or any, you know, any kind of terms of engagement. You need to know what is there in the beginning, you know, what's cast in stone. And you also have to think about what's going to happen in certain scenarios. So what if there are no bookings? You're most likely going to still have to pay your guaranteed rent. And so you're going to have to have a bit of a war chest there for your lean months. But you need to really be clear on, you know, where your property is and what you can anticipate coming in in terms of revenue booking rates of course we're in lockdown so it's really a challenge isn't it to sort of think ahead but I think you're going to have to have a, a range of rates like we always do and worst case scenario could you cover costs but certainly depending on your property type there you know if you're high end you could still do pretty well if you've got you know shorter term bookings or if you've got contractors, you know, can you maximize your value that you offer to contracting companies, but change your occupancy in some way, you know, your configuration and, and your rates and, and the way you manage your service. Now, you're going to have to work out plans with a management company and any thought you have before you sign on the dotted line with each other and have an agreement, because it's a two-way thing, it's win-win both ways, means that, you know, you thrash this out, you know, what if this happens? What will we do? You just need to know. And they're going to have terms of engagement as a normal way of operating. And you just have to make sure you read them and don't just sign it without agreeing it. And, you know, make sure you really understand what's involved. Because I've heard people say, oh, I wasn't expecting this or this didn't happen. and I didn't know what was going on. So you just really need to know what each of you expects like any kind of business arrangement don't assume anything so you know have your terms and agree those and it may be that you have a management company who does do marketing potentially and so you need to know what they're going to be doing because it may be that you still want to do some marketing of your own so you don't want to double the effort in the same direction just perhaps test different things and so you know really be clear on what each of you are doing and have really good communication and so make sure you know the percentage you're due to pay and that that actually is what is paid and you know that if there are errors either way you make sure that it's all balancing well you're not underpaying overpaying 
and be really clear on the structure and what it is so that you know what to expect. So one of the things as well is that if somebody else is managing your property, then you can just make sure your reviews are good so you can see if anything's sliding. Because with the best will in the world, sometimes, especially in our lockdown situation, you know, it can be really hard to get good cleaners or they can be really rushed, not have enough time if there aren't enough people to do it. And so it may be not through any um, fault of anyone, but it may be that sometimes standards can slip or they may improve. And, you know, when your property's taken over, you may see it fly and absolutely do brilliantly. I guess, really, we're always managing risk and protecting the downside. But also, you know, because it will release you to do other things you want to do, whether those are things in property or whether property is more passive for you and you want to do other things, then that's a massive benefit. So whatever else you're doing can fly. And as long as your, you know, your SA unit is performing really well as expected, you know, or making the money you, you anticipate, then that's all good. So you just need to monitor it and oversee it really. And some of you will be managing essays for investors and you may have people who own their properties or they may be rent to SA but they don't want to be, you know, getting involved in day to day. So again, make sure that you communicate with the owner or the provider of what you're providing and what they can expect so that they know because you always want to know that you're providing the service that they need and so maybe take on feedback so if we're not doing something that somebody needs I'd always want to know so I could improve what I'm doing or change it or maybe I just didn't tell them so all those kind of things you know have really good communication and make sure that you're supplying full and timely information so people don't have to chase you for reports people don't have to chase you for payments you're on top of all of those sorts of things because it's really good for morale if you possibly can pay people on time definitely but you know don't just leave people waiting don't leave things to the last minute don't leave it for people to ask and it may be that you have a channel manager in place where owners property owners or you know providers can actually view information and see what's happening but obviously that's something that you would have agreed at the very beginning because a lot of channel managers have that so that owners and providers can see what's happening with their property but just make sure that you know you agree that up front so that there's a transparency that's the word isn't it so everybody knows what's going on And so I think that's the thing, really, the golden rule is really to treat people the way that you would love to be treated yourself and to really cover all bases so that you know before you go. Because I think what happens is that sometimes people get into SA thinking, all right, there's so much work, I'm just going to get somebody else to do it. And they don't check what's going on and then things can kind of be going quite well or quite badly or really well but they've no idea so you really have to know because if it's going to be an income stream for you obviously it needs to be working and likewise you know if you're managing for other people you know it's really important to just make sure they know what's going on and that you're meeting each other's expectations and that if something goes wrong like I imagine there have been some situations during lockdown where certain areas just haven't performed as well because it's you know it's a real challenge we had some units at the very beginning that were just covering costs and we gradually increased prices 
but at least if you're covering costs and not just making a loss then that's good but I think in these times extra communication is just really good even if it's you know just a quick email or a text whichever is the preferred method or you know it'll be from your system most likely you know all your reporting you'll have so I think that's that's the really key aspect know ahead of time what to expect and if things fall short you know take corrective action you know hold up your hands and say oh this didn't work like it was supposed to or you know if you're concerned about something don't have to get you know there's not emotion there it's just like um we just need to know what's going on and just communicate gently really I think with the best will in the world sometimes things don't work as well as they could in things like lockdown but also if you're in the contractor market or if you've got people coming who are quarantining which is what we've mostly got a mix of those but also people bringing their kids to private school from overseas completely random countries with no um, need to self-isolate so have your stringent covid policy in place so that's another thing make sure you know what to expect in terms of covid so in enhanced cleaning and you know all your processes up to date so they're accredited all those things so i think you just have to keep communicating and speak early rather than late if there's an issue and zoom is really good you know if you don't feel that what you want to talk about is sufficient on a phone call then just have a zoom meeting and then you know because then you've got the body language and you can really tell how each other feel so i'm just going to summarize these things so depending on whether you're rent to SA or whether you've got property that you own or whether it's mortgaged unencumbered your margins are going to be different obviously depending on how you've set up the rent to SA as well so bear in mind that you need to forecast the cost so you need to know fully before you start what you're responsible for and what your costs are what the commission is and exactly what's going to happen for that commission because whatever isn't going to happen you're going to have to either do or delegate so make sure that you agree the terms you know where the marketing's included or whether it's admin guest communication operations only when i say only that's quite a lot you know what are you getting for that percentage you know worst case scenario if there are no bookings what is the situation and if you're the other way around and you're managing for people the same thing make it clear what they're getting for that commission make it clear what else they're going to need to pay and a bit like you know if you think something's worse than it is and it turns out to be better you feel better don't you so um it's the scenario with the monkey who has two bananas because you gave him two He's not happy if you take away one, but if you only gave him one in the first place, he'd be happy. Now, we're all a little bit like that. Not, not <laughs> It's just the way we are. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people, if they think they're going to have to pay a small amount and it ends up with a massive bill needing to be paid, they're not going to be so happy. So if you manage people's expectations and they perhaps think that they're going to have to pay more than they end up having to pay, that is potentially a more successful strategy. So I don't mean over-egg it and overprice things, but don't miss stuff out to try and be competitive. And 
If you're an operator or property owner, make sure you keep an eye on things. Don't abdicate responsibility. It's a partnership after all, isn't it, that you're building. So make it win-win. And remember the golden rule. So treat each other as you'd love to be treated. And I'm sure you'll have amazing bookings and brilliant stays and a great working relationship. But don't be afraid to talk. Just keep communicating, guys. So that's it for this time. If you have any questions, as ever, go to the Service Accommodation Secrets Facebook group or page. If you aren't a member of the group, please do ask to be added and you will be asked questions when you join. So it'd be brilliant if you just answer those because it's things like how many properties have you got or have you, are you at the beginning and what area are you in and what do you hope to learn and contribute to the group so it's really helpful if you can answer those questions because then we know where you're coming from and we know how we can help you and just work together okay guys take care and i will see you next time sharing the secrets of success